Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi, hey, I just want to tell you guys that uh, your podcast is the greatest, and uh, we listen to you all the time. Yeah, yeah, that, that's their own podcast. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, never mind. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast episode... 33, is that right? Brought to you the week of September the 4th, 2007. Nobody's Listening Podcast is a podcast where we tell our funny life stories and we give you now, give you the opportunity to do the same. We're going to live that out. Spreading the gospel of Kennison to the far corners, not only of the Americas, but also the Canadas. Because today, not only do you have your mo your mo host, your main host James, you also have a brand new co-host to the show. His name is Trevor. Say hi. Hello, everybody. On command. Say hi. <laughs> now, <laughs> Trevor is a fellow I met through our forums and off our website, and you can check out our website at nlcast.com. And get on the forums and, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? I'm sure when you, Trevor, when you logged on for the first time, uh, you had no idea that you'd eventually be on the, the show, did you? Yeah, not a clue, actually. You got a good voice for it, you know, unlike, uh, but not unlike me, you don't have a, a real good face for it. Uh, his his actual logon name in the forums, if you'd like to give him a hard time after the show, is uh, Ratface. So, uh there's a reason why you got that name, I'm sure. Well, I purposely didn't shave here today, just so I have the, uh, you know, the stubble for all the people in the uh, in the chat room. So, well, well, you're not the only one that didn't shave. We have a few people in the chat rooms today, and at least one of them's on video. That's Lauren, and I'm sure she didn't shave today. But uh, we don't want to be too loud, Trevor, because she is on the phone, and we do not want to bother her while we're doing our podcast. But um, we're glad Trevor's here. We are, he is our first in a series of co-hosts that we're going to be trying out. 
And uh, we'll give you more information on our co-host in a little bit. But in the meantime, you can check out our calendar if you go to NLCast.com and you can see our list of guest hosts. David is uh, eventually going to be back with us, but he's having some um, some fun over there in Ireland getting his job, his life together. And uh, talked with him a little bit this week, and he's going to join us when he can. Uh, the big deal, though, is next week, next sun- next Monday... At 6.30 Central, we're going to have Scott Johnson from ELR, and we're really, really excited about that. You may notice that he is not here today, and that's because of Labor Day. And he and I both decided we love our wives more than you, and we decided not to try to mix uh, pleasure and pleasure uh, podcasts and family. So, anywho, we'll see him next week. In the meantime, we have the best we could scrape up at the last possible minute from the from the depths of uh, of uh, Canada, we have Trevor. Uh, real quick, before we hit our weekly update, dude, what, where, where in the world are you from? I mean, Canada is like this. You got to understand from from Americans' perspective, you guys are just up there, and they don't teach you about they don't teach us about you in school. You know, there's no history. Um, it's like you guys were just always there, and I'm sure it's different when you live in Washington or up there near the Great Lakes or something. But you know what what's going on up there? What's good up there? I hear it's a great country. I just don't know anything about it. Well, well, it, it's very cold. Uh, we live in igloos, actually, and uh, and we play hockey a lot. That's the only thing I know about you, actually. <laughs> You've confirmed it all. That's great. What's it like living in an igloo? Do they have it, levels? It's, it's... I mean, can you get a California split? <laughs> yeah, that's that's tougher because when you're going down the stairs, you tend to slip a lot and you know and, and fall. Oh. But uh, actually, I live up in Alberta, which is just north of uh, Montana. Oh wow! So I know where Montana. I'm, I'm is. the western side, you know. Okay. By the mountains. All right. There's mountains up there somewhere. Okay. Well, I know that that we have to use you guys to get to Alaska, so you do have you do have worth here to the states. So I just want to let you know that make you feel better. But well, uh, it's good to know because I mean that that's how I I usually sense my worth by how much I can help the American people. <laughs> of course. Of course. Anyway, uh, it is time for our weekly updates. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my All right, dude, since you are our guest, I I just I need you to go first. What 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 happened in your life recently that is worthy of telling our our podcast people? Well, it's actually funny because I've been going around ever since I knew I was going to be doing this, kind of hoping that something funny would happen to me. See, and I do the same thing, and I try to make things happen, but as you know, it doesn't work out too well. Not so much. I mean, and and we actually just moved into a new house here, and I'm thinking there's a gold mine worth of stuff right there because, I mean, what can go wrong during a move? Well, right. you just moved, so I'm sure everything went smoothly. But, oh, yeah, uh, it did actually, believe it or not. It's, it's really I, disappointing because when you have a podcast that relies on embarrassing things and nothing happens and everything goes great, it makes for a great life but a terrible podcast. Agreed. And I and I figured, you know, I mean, the mover's going to do something weird or something's going to go wrong. And no, it went great. Which Wait a minute. You had, family. you had movers? Yeah. You have money. Not really. Yes. I, dude, I have moved a million times. And if it wasn't out of the back of my daddy's truck – it was like some local U-Haul rental, and we loaded, we walked that ramp a million times all by ourselves. And you had movers, 
I, I, I need the people's opinion on this. If you've ever used movers, I need to know it. And if you have never used movers and Trevor is rich, then you need to you need to let us know your comments in the forums or on the website because I think I'm I think I'm right. Trevor's Trevor's rich. You've well, heard my see, stories, dude. I'm poor. We're poor people. We were well, we were. I'm rich now, but I still move my own furniture. I'm drinking out of a styrofoam cup. I'm rich, man. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, but see, the thing is, with I mean, I've I've moved many times too, and I have a two and a half year old and a one and a half year old, and we just decided, you and know, a what? nanny. To heck with that. <laughs> but uh, and actually, as it turns out, I was going to do the uh, the old move, but my best friend was actually moving on the exact same day, so yeah, I couldn't use him for his uh, his muscles. Mm. So anyway, so what happened? What's cool? What's going down? So what? Well, um, nothing funny happened during all that stuff, and uh, ironically, I got my weekly update um, two days ago in church, oh. you know, which is a funny place. You know. Oh, yeah. Church is hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, I kind of have uh, – uh, I have two, uh, two updates, that kinda, two things that kind of actually happened in church. Um, one was actually James, uh, as a, as a uh, youth pastor, you'll probably appreciate um, – the first one, what uh, in in our church, our um, our pastor has a uh, a thing at the beginning where what he'll do is he'll uh, at the beginning of the sermon he'll bring up all the kids up to the front of the uh, up to the front of the church mm-hmm. and kind of give them a, a short story based on what he's going to be teaching later on that day, but you know based down towards kids. That's cool. So uh, one of the um, one of the things that he did was uh, the story this week had to do with. Um, Basically, people not being, you know, those who, who choose, who try to be exalted will be humbled, and those will be, who choose to be humble will be exalted. Okay, so, he was so, make, so the lightning bolt from heaven thing. Yeah, that's popular. So he was making, he was making an example of, you know, of how people, you know, if the, if you try to be too big and too popular, then, uh, you know, then you're, you, you, things are going to go poorly for you. Oh man! So he had all these, he had all these kids up at the front, and he was using these balloons as an example. So he blew up one balloon, and it's like, you know, is this big enough? And you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's like, you know, hey, look, it's a good balloon. He put it off to the side. And the second balloon he took, and he kept blowing it up. It's like, is that good enough? It's like, well, you'd think so. But then he kept blowing it up, and the idea was he was obviously going to make the balloon pop. Right. And everybody knew he was going to make the balloon pop. Mm-hmm. So he kept blowing it up and blowing it up. And my wife was sitting beside me, and as he blew it up and blew it up, and it finally popped, she let out this shriek <laughs> that kind of sounded just like – uh, if you've seen Lord of the Rings, the the first Lord of the Rings movie, the uh, what the noise that Pippin makes when they set the fireworks off in the in the tent there, <laughs> she made a noise that sounded a lot like that, <laughs> which was hilarious because she knew it was going to happen and she shrieked anyway. Well, see, I I feel I feel for her because I'm the same way. If you anticipate it, it's worse than if it just happens randomly. And I've done that. I've done an uh, illustration like that, and and you just get so anxious. It's so anxious, and every time you know, because you think it's going to pop after every blow, and then finally you kind of relax because you're like, I've got a few more moments until this thing happens, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam! You know, he he needs to watch out for that because there is a very high probability that somebody's going to swear when that happens. <laughs> So I, I always like to, you know, I, I definitely only do that for children because, you know, children, t- their their baddest word that most kids know is like snap, you know, and, and but. So, you know, they're just going to be like, oh, snap. So that's pretty safe. But um, and when you said you had two. Yeah. And the other one's a, just a briefer story where uh, 
the uh, they were doing some of the uh, some of the prayers at the beginning at the uh, from the front there, and I don't remember the exact wording that they were using, but uh, he, the pastor had mentioned something about you know, and we want to thank someone. You know, it was it was a he was using a thank you uh, type of prayer type thing, and you know, and he said you know I think it was you know and you know thank you Jesus for this or whatever, and then at the back of the room I heard this little girl probably four. Years old, just shout out, thank you, from the back of the room. I thought it was just cute. Dude, we had a pastor one time that was praying, and or no, no, he's preaching, and he's talked about, he was talking about his relationship with his wife, and he said something about, if uh, if I don't do my chores, my wife won't give me none, or give me any. That's what he said. He says, my wife won't give me any, and then he took a breath, because he wasn't, seriously, he wasn't done. He hadn't misspoke, He and then he said, money. So it went like this. He's like, if I don't do my chores, my wife won't give me any money. But it was just long enough <laughs> to where everybody in the church started laughing, at least those that were uh, um, still carnal enough to to handle a joke like that. But, oh, dude. And then we had another pastor one time, and his wife was playing piano. This is terrible. And uh, and he's this, he's this older fella from Jamaica. He's, he's, he's not familiar with American... Uh, lingo and all this stuff and his wife's keyboard was really low and he and he turns he looks at the back and he says brother he says uh uh can you turn my wife on and so it was uh it was hilarious it was so terrible and then later he was all offended that people laughed and it's like dude come on you know you gotta you gotta be more uh you gotta con- you gotta convict us more or something because we're just we're just terrible people anyway my my weekly update um, we did move and I, and I lied earlier. We, we did have something go wrong. Um, because all, basically we'd moved everything into the garage of the townhome ahead of time and they allowed us to do that. But, uh, we still had, we were staying with some friends and so we had our mattress and a few other things. So one of the last things we did move was the mattress in my brother's old truck. And it was about three feet too small to fit this mattress, but somehow we crammed it in there anyway. King size mattress, um, you know, not California King, but a big mattress, and it's got the uh, the pillow top and a pillow bottom, so it's like even bigger than it ought to be. Than any mattress has any right to be. We got the thing in there, and and my brother in law is helping me, and he's like, "Dude, do you want to strap this down?" And uh, and I'm like, "No, nah, I think it's heavy enough, and I'll drive slow." <laughs> Famous last words. Anyway, we were going down the road, and we're talking, and all this kind of stuff, and and uh, I wasn't paying attention to my speed, and and. All of a sudden, I, I just look in the rearview mirror and I see this. Let's see if I can describe this. The mattress does the worm. It starts doing the worm in the back of my bed of my truck, dude. The front comes up, then the middle, then the back, like the wave, you know, at a football game. And um, and I'm like, oh man, that's all I say. That's all I have time to say. And then it gets bigger and it actually takes flight up above the, the bed of the truck. But I'm thinking, if I slam on brakes in the middle of the highway, hopefully centrifugal forces or something will catch in and it will sl- my car will freeze, but the mattress will still go forward and it will slam back in the bed of the truck. I can pull the side, get this, repent of my ways and strap this thing down properly. But no, the thing came down again. Then it flew up one more time 
And dude, it was gone. It was flying in the air. It looked like a pancake and a catfish mixed together, thrown in the air. It was flying and stuff. And I start going, Jesus, oh God, oh God, because there's a semi truck coming up behind us and several other cars. And I'm having the the opening scene from Final Destination 2 playing in my mind already. I'm like, the freaking semi is going to run over my mattress. Then it's going to careen into the poor little VW bug. And then the family of four is going to burn to death. It's just going to be horrible. And they're going to ask who it is. And no one will be around to answer them because i'm gone but but anyway i uh i immediately you know the mattress is flailing in the air my brother-in-law all he hears is me going jesus oh god oh god oh jesus help us and and he looks in the rearview mirror and all he sees is a semi-truck barreling toward us and he doesn't realize the reason he can't see the mattress is one it's not in the back of the truck and two it is above the line of sight <laughs> of the average human because it's up there soaring flying and anyway so it lands in front of the semi the semi is just like and it pulls over and it misses it but there's still the thing coasts and comes to a, a stop right in the middle of three lanes of traffic and this is like a lunch hour traffic on Friday and it's terrible I pull to the left margin you know the center median and I start throwing it in reverse and the car's like you know how it is when you go backwards really fast and and my brother-in-law's still holding on to anything he can he's like be careful be careful well dude finally a dump truck stopped in the fast lane and the me you know but we still had one lane of open traffic where the where the where the mattress was so we were able to duck out in traffic i looked both ways actually should have only looked one way i wasted my time um and I grabbed the mattress. My brother-in-law, turns out later, he didn't even look. All I hear him say is, oh, James. And he runs out because he didn't even look. He was just trusting me. And he figured if James is going to get killed, I'm going to go with him. And so, you know, I have a good brother-in-law. But uh, he we grabbed the thing, threw it in the truck. I salute, literally saluted the uh, the guy in the dump truck. And we were off. And uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but we really didn't tie it down. We just drove really, really slow for the rest of the way. But the mattress survived. We we were very excited. There was one little spot where it scuffed when it hit the ground, but other than that, it it's just, it stayed surprisingly clean. And um, I I don't know. I, uh, I I I had a dream though the next night that my wife and I woke up and we were sleeping in the middle of a freeway, and uh, it was terrible. It was a bad <laughs> dream to have. But uh, yeah, that I'm, that was pretty much it. I'm still trying to figure out how what exactly a cross between a pancake and a catfish would look like. Well, I, it, 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 and a mattress. I mean, this giant. You you just wouldn't think something. You know, in movies when they slow things down, like a giant lizard walks by and it's all nice and slow. That's a big fat lie, dude. This big giant mattress was was flat thrashing around like it was live. It was it was terrible, and it just you know. Things happen in a millisecond, but time literally slows down like the Matrix. David and I have talked about it plenty of times, and it's just all this stuff happens so fast. But I really was just so relieved because I was sure I was going to cause this major accident. And at minimum, though, I was afraid that I was going to have tire tracks across my mattress. And, uh, I mean, those things aren't cheap. They're not. And it was well, embarrassing I enough that the, the pee stains were showing but uh, on my side of the bed, but... Anyway, well, I'm thinking if the worst of your if your worries are if there was tire tracks on the mattress, then you would have caused a great big accident. Because I don't think you can run over a mattress down a highway and not cause something to happen. <laughs> well, we didn't cause anything to happen. It and and to be just to make it clear, the only skid marks I allow 
uh, are on my underwear. I don't want them on my on my mattress. So anyway, that was for the middle schoolers out there. <laughs> Gosh, we got quite a few people out there to chat room. We got homeschool nerd. I think I know who that is. Jellyfish head. I see John. I see Lauren Mac. And marbles two two blah blah, and then my co-host Ratface. So Joe Mama VT. Oh, I got it. You should put some underscore marks in your in your username. It just would help the people that are that are not possible. It's not possible to read that. I'm sorry. It's not going to help anybody. <laughs> your mama. All right. mama. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah it's, Actually, it's fun. It's funny with uh, with Lauren's name every time because it's the Lauren Mac Debonair. Every time I see that, I I think of Donairs. I don't know why. I, I just, just want to call her Mac. Do, do people call you Mac at 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 school? Yeah, see, that's just too dang cool. There's there's a kid in my church called uh, his last name's Blank, and it's like, dude, you have no last name, you know. <laughs> and every time he takes a test, you fill in the blank, and he doesn't have to. It's so stinking awesome, because so, he's already it's already there. But I call him the Blank, and uh, he doesn't like it. But he's only you know in fifth grade. He'll he'll learn to love it later on. But those are our weekly updates. It is time, boys and girls. Ladies and gents, for the featured story. It's the featured story. All right, our guest host, Trevor, a.k.a. Ratface from the forums, is bringing us our featured story today. Go for it, dude. It's all yours. Mike's wine, eh? See, I had to throw in an A in there because I am from Canada, you know. Yeah, that's a wacky bag of hammers right there. Um, I've decided to go with a, uh, with a story about, uh, me and, uh, me and a friend of mine back in high school used to get into some minor mischief. I mean, nothing, you know, there, there was no death involved, nothing like that. Uh, we'll call him, what is it? Lucifer, I think is the male version uh, <laughs> of Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to my brother. That was awesome. I'm not sure how that worked out anyway, because, I mean, Lucy is nice and, you know, it it sounds innocent and plain and and you get Lucifer on the other end. Well, context is everything. You know, you can just call him Lou for short if you'd like. (laughs) That's up to you. So so me and Lou would would basically – we had taken it upon ourselves and this was in – this is in high in high school itself, not junior high. I don't know how you know Americans split out the uh, schooling system. But, well, we used uh, to do junior high, and now it's middle school. So, uh, and and they're closing them all in my city. So I don't know how well it's working out for them, really. Yeah, maybe it is up here. I don't know. It's, I've I'm uh, been out of school for a bit now. Yeah. But uh, this this was high school, grade ten, and uh, and our high school was split up between two different buildings. There was a grade ten building and a grade eleven and twelve building. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not sure why they separated us off. Uh, it was kind of a, a you know, a, uh, a hazing, I suppose. If you survived that building, you got to go to the next building, I guess. But uh. it's like levels in World of Warcraft. Yeah, you had to be <laughs> but, part of the uh, hero class to get there. Uh, I never thought of it like that. But uh, we, um, which is why you never got to move over. <laughs> so. I I made it. I'm educated. <laughs> Despite being from Canada, I mean, you know, we, you know, we, we learn good up here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we had uh, we decided we had taken it upon ourselves to take the um, take the school apart for some reason, just piece by piece. We had uh, brought uh, 
screwdrivers and whatnot to school. So we would um, we we would go around and we'd loosen up like a couple screws in you know in a door or something like that. So the next time somebody would go through it, the door would just kind of fall to the floor. I mean, it, now thinking back, I, I, this probably wasn't the smartest thing to be doing. Dude, I have never I mean, even heard. Of th- I never even thought of doing stuff like that. That's hilarious. But, Do and, not and, try and, this at home, boys and girls, and don't even try no, it at school. <laughs> this is no, for the love of Pete. I mean, it's it. I mean, there, if there's somebody on the other end of the door, I mean, we're squashing people. I mean, well, yeah. but we never thought of it like that. It was it was funny, <laughs> but um, so we'd uh, and one of the fav- one of our favorite ones is we used to have those doorknobs that. Um, it kind of had a little latch in the, on the inside, so if you had a flathead screwdriver, you could actually just tuck it in, and then you could pull the doorknob off. I don't uh, know why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. what we used to do is we used to go around and actually take the uh, take the screwdriver, loosen it up just enough so the doorknob was still there. So the next person who went to open the door, <laughs> doorknob in hand. And you know you'd be in a hurry pulling all fast, and so your of hand course. just goes slinging back behind you. That's great. <laughs> and and that and that actually got us to uh, the the pinnacle of of the doorknob movement was uh, there was the typing class which had two doors in it to to enter into it and we had actually gone in before the class had got in there and loosened up both inside doorknobs and left the doors open so the class went in and the teacher went in and the class and the teacher when she went in the class was doing something bad I wasn't in the class at the time. Um, uh, but uh, they were doing something, and apparently this frustrated the teacher, and she was going to go get the principal. But of course, when she came in, she closed the door, and but and the other door was closed as well. So she's all in this huff, and she's mad, and she's run. She goes to run out of that door, and she pulls the doorknob, and the doorknob comes off in her hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, of course, she you know, and and now of course she's blaming the people in the class that you know they did this because they were misbehaving anyway. And then, of course, goes to the other door, and oh. same thing happens. So now she's trapped in this class. She's angry. They, they think they're—I mean—they're already in trouble, and now, and now they're really—they're—they're they're fearing what is what is occurring. Well, and, yeah, and of course, keyboard teachers are mean. I—they are. <laughs> Mine was horrible too. That's what. What's one thing about this story I'm finding interesting is—is uh, is keyboard teachers are mean. And 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 they they call it typing back then now and then the keyboarding and I don't know what they call it now because of the computer era, but yeah, she was so mean. She taught me how to type, but she was mean. She never taught me the the, the numbers. That's that's still a problem for me. But go ahead. That's funny, actually. It's the same thing with me. Actually, like I I can I can touch type at like forty words a minute. Numbers, it's like type 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 and then stop. Look, yeah. Back, back, and, back. and I can I memorize the goofy. Uh, you know, exclamation points, but why don't I know where the one, two, three, four is by touching? And I'll tell you why it's because what she did is she got in there and she's, and when we got to the numbers, she said, um, now this is hard. Some people have a lot of problem with these, but we're going to get through it. And, and, uh, I decided, oh, if it's hard, I probably won't get through it. And I just decided I couldn't learn it. But seriously, why would you even say that? What is so hard? You've just learned the entire alphabet out of order, all wonkified, all quirtied up, and but you but you can't memorize the numbers in order. It makes no sense to me at all. But the funny thing is my wife and I were comparing notes. She went to the same high school uh, three or four years later, and she didn't memorize her numbers either because the teacher had the same goofy speech that she said. And it's like how many generations of kids, how many grades has she just totally doomed 
um, forever because of her. Oh, it's a great lesson. It's a great lesson for life. If you're a parent, don't tell your kids they can't learn numbers. It's just don't do that. (laughs) Or more specifically, why don't go, you know, if you're, if your job is to teach somebody and, and these impressionable young brains and mold them, don't tell them, Hey, you're going to have a hard time with this. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bad teacher. I, I can't, I don't know numbers. I mean, I got up to four, so we're going to do those fine. But after five, it gets a little fuzzy. So, you know what? Let's just not even bother. Let's make some pictures out of text. Did you ever do that where they would tell you to make, you'd, you'd hit space five times and then you'd hit the buttons and you'd end up with a Christmas tree? Did you ever do that in typing? That's what they did around the holidays when she got ran out of stuff. And uh, it was stupid. I mean, it was basically ASCII art. Did I say that right? I don't want to be swearing on the on the air, but the uh, that's what it was. And now, I mean, like I made Martin Luther King out of amber stands one time. I think uh, uh, during a holiday, because I mean, keyboarding. It's like you, you, once you're done, you're done. But anyway, back to the story. Let's recap. You've got a, a irate, evil keyboarding teacher. She's mad at the class. Um, Am I right when I say that nobody in the class actually did booby trap the doors? You just did that it is, and left. That's right, and the only problem was the fact that uh, I I caught uh, I, I I caught crud uh, after that because one of the people in the class knew that we were doing this. Me and my buddy uh, Lou were uh, were doing this, so uh, we we caught some uh, some serious garbage so, after. So this whole class was going down for something they didn't even do. And that they exactly. and they probably wouldn't have acted all stupid ahead of time if they'd known, because it, well, it just it just went that's from the five to part. ten. And that's the part best part because there's they, because they're already in trouble. And of course, you know the the teachers saying, "Hey, who did this?" And they're all denying it. Oh, of course, they're denying it because they're already in trouble. Gosh, oh, I hate that. And you know, she just stood there. And like, I need somebody to fess up to this. I need somebody. I know it was in here, in here and everybody's turning against each other. They're voting each other off the island. It's just terrible. And there is nobody in there. Well, and of course, I mean, and, and the teacher is, is torn between, you know, getting mad and yelling at the class and banging on the door so that somebody will let her out of the class. <laughs> Trapped in here with idiot kids. <laughs> I want to get him in trouble. I can't. But I can't get out. <laughs> Dude, you said oot. That's so cool. That's so cool, I man. Did, I, I so totally did not. <laughs> I didn't say that. I don't speak that way. I do not speak Canadian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So so what happened? I mean, did did you get busted? Did, is this the end of the story? Well, it, it, we we never actually got busted on that because our friend knew. I mean, we, we eventually did get busted on, uh, on on the whole dismantling the school thing. Um, I'm not sure how we got caught on that one, but... Uh, my friend got my friend actually did get get caught and it's funny. Wait, let's see. I don't know. Bag. Um, Hello, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is your principal speaking. We've had uh, doorknobs and doors missing, and uh, we don't know how we're going to figure out who did it. But we're thinking we're thinking it's the two guys with the tools with the toolbox carrying around the toolbox. We're thinking it's you guys. We're not sure, but uh, if you'd come down here. We'd like to see if you have a slotted screwdriver, because if you do, you're going down. Uh, and also, a keyboard teacher would like to skin you alive if you'd go ahead and stop by. That'd be great. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking it, it kind of went downhill once he started wearing the tool belts and, you know, and the and the harnesses for getting in the higher places, you know, but... Uh, 
climate telephone poles. Dude, the worst thing I ever even thought of doing. I first of all, I was just I was just a very timid, uh, not timid, but I just didn't want to get in trouble. I'm still that way to this day, and that's probably why I don't have better weekly updates. I mean, I'm telling you about a mattress instead of you know I snuck into some dude's house and I I took his television, but. Uh, I, I, the boldest thing I could ever do was my mom would drop me off and I'd just walk off campus and I'd spend my lunch money at the corner store. And it was on, it was on those, I didn't spend it on candy. They had back in the day, some people might remember these, they were arcade machines and they had like 50 different games on them. Like everything from uh punch out to the original Mario, um, super Mario rather, uh, what else? Rampage. And Goonies and like a bunch of weird games and you'd pay, but you wouldn't get to play a full game. You Your quarter would buy time on the machine and you could play as many games as you wanted, but you had to keep putting money in. It was the biggest scam in the world and I was hopelessly addicted to it. It was terrible. I mean, I'd play Goonies and just to hear the theme song for a while and then, you know, you'd be playing uh, Rampage, uh, you know. Uh, trying to eat people and then all of a sudden you'd be it's it was like playing video games on a uh what is it on a on a on a what the, what are those things the phones on the side of the road what do they call those pay phones the- yeah that you pay for you know the ones you put money in and uh it's like because you'd run out of time and you'd have to deposit 25 more cents to play like five more minutes and then uh on the way out of the place i would uh i would steal things to make up for the fact that I wasn't going to have lunch. But I was very scared, and uh, I never wanted to do it. I never wanted to get in trouble. This was back before cameras, you know, were very, uh, like, invented. And um, so I would steal something called a cherry mash. It was, like, in a white package, and it was so nasty, but it was the only thing that was in exactly the right spot to where I wouldn't get spotted, and it would fit in my pocket, and it was gross. So... I, I just think it's unfortunate that uh, when the, when you actually do go through post production and put the show up, that people won't get the uh, the visual of you sitting there trying to talk on two phones at the same time to try to describe the word payphone because that was that was classic. I love that. That was great. Well, that's why they should be on with us. You need to get on stick cam, look us up. Nobody's listening, and uh, come on when we record because you're only getting half the show, and that's the truth. So uh, that was our uh, featured story, dude. You did good. You did good. It really did. I, I'm very impressed. But now it's time for something else. Up next, news E and female. All right, our first big piece of news today is I still have a stinking cough and I'm sick to death of it. I'm not one to believe that demons can infiltrate the souls of man as easily as some would. But I am beginning to think that I have a demon in my guts and my in my lungs, and I'm about to uh, I'm about to go see an exorcist. I'm thinking about it because nothing seems cooler to me right now than to be able to spit copious amounts of green slime out of my lungs because I'm sick of it being there. It'd be better to be all over a priest. I'm telling you. I mean, he at least it wouldn't get him all congested, and it, and supposedly what I have is not contagious, so it wouldn't even bother him really. He could just you know, do his thing, hit me with some water and, um, and the demons would go away, but that's not real news. The real news is again, uh, Scott Johnson is going to be with us next week, next Monday, six thirty central. And you can join us on stick cam. If you're just a regular listener, don't do anything. Just sync that iTunes and everything will be just fine. You can sleep well tonight, knowing that next week 
you will have Scott Johnson in your ears. Now, if you don't like Scott Johnson, tough. I don't either, but I need him. I need to use him. No, I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love him like a brother. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping David can get on with him, you know, Trev, because could you imagine my brother and Scott Johnson together? I'm I'm just pumped that you that you got Scott on there because I mean that that is one hilarious dude, man. Like he is going to be great to having on the show. I hope so because you know I'm I'm going to be nervous. That's the stinky thing is it's my show and I'm going to be all like I'm new. I'm the new guy. I love you and you're on my show and I don't know how to talk anymore. And so yeah, welcome to my world. Ah. Uh, because that's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm being nice to you. Because I'm hoping <laughs> I'll, I'll get some some camera. I mean, some karma, karma, caramel out of this somehow. Uh, let's see. Nobody's listening. Podcast. That's not right. Email and news is coming in a minute. But first, next week. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. We do have a promo for the Love Long and Prosper podcast. They were one of the first people that ever linked to us, dude. From from their website and it was like episode three they um they put us as a link and i guess they found us and were listening to us back when we were on what's hot in itunes back before itunes turned its back on us and uh i never i never thanked them and so i contacted them and and just thanked them for for doing that way back then and for uh listening and all this kind of stuff and then i asked them if they wanted to be a co-host on the show and they're talking about it and they're going to get back with me but uh, i just they recorded a custom promo just for us, and I want to play that right about now. Hey, how's it going? My name's Dan, and this is my lovely wife, CJ. Say hello, CJ. Hello, CJ. We're from the Love Long and Prosper podcast. You can find us at lovelongandprosper.com. We're funny, and we do a show that's kind of about Star Trek and kind of about our lives and kind of about a bunch of other things, but it definitely is fun. You should go check it out and listen to it, shouldn't they? Yeah, if they want to be nerds like us. Yeah. When you're done listening to the Nobody's Listening podcast, you should totally come listen to us because we're fun. Aren't we, ZJ? That's right. And we don't repeat ourselves often on our show. Do we, CJ? That's right. Let's go watch some more Star Trek. I love you. I love you, too. Tra-la-la. Tra-la-la. See, we got our own customized promo. That's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's that's it was interesting. I'll give you that. It was uh... anyway. If you would like a good podcast, a good wholesome, awesome podcast. If you're a geek, and especially if you're married and you're married to a geek, and uh, not many geeks are, it's sad. Uh, you can go to www.lovelongandprosper.com. You don't have to feel dirty as you type that. It's just a live long and prosper takeoff. So love long and prosper.com we also have one more uh this is actually a story that was sent in from a podcast uh called rex burbia and it's two guys and it's kind of an interesting concept they they have about an hour and a half or so commute both of them and they both grew up in the same town and somehow they figured out that they can call each other on their right end to work and do a podcast over their phones now that's pretty creative um, I listened to one or two of them, and I have to I have to say that uh, this was a pretty good story. So, uh, you know what? I need to warm it up. This is a story about them making a movie about uh, uh, German Germany and the Nazis and the Jews. So, listen to this. So, what happened is we were in Dallin's garage, 
And um, we were filming a scene where we were the Nazis and we're really mad at some Jews. And of course, there's, there was nothing that anyone understood in the movie because we tried to be speaking German. <laughs> and, and so even if we showed it, no one even know what we're saying. Um, but anyway, so Dallin gets really mad during this part, and he's supposed to stab Cam in the hand. Well, you know, obviously we had a fake hand for Cam and filled it with, you know, some red liquid that was supposed to look like blood. Look like this dead fish sitting on the table. Yeah, that's right. It's like not moving through the whole scene. And then all of a sudden, Dallin gets mad. He puts this big hunting knife and stabs it through the hand, which goes through this thin cardboard, you know, card table and goes right into Cam's knee. (laughs) (laughs) And And to Cam's credit, he finished the scene before, <laughs> before shrieking and well, he shrieked in pain, and it's probably more from his knee. But before grabbing his knee, you know, uh, he finished the scene. And then he has a knife buried a half inch into his leg, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it was not clean. I mean, there's nothing no. sanitary. There's nothing sanitary about what we were doing. <laughs> I I wonder if Cam gets on long flights and maybe with a new crew he shares that story. That's my hope. Yeah, yeah or if he's on long flights and says, man, my knee hurts. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a couple guys from a podcast called Rex Burbia. You can check that out at rexburbia.com. And they actually sent that about a month and a half ago, and I know they've probably given up on us. But it was a good, it was a good little clip, man. I don't know if uh, if you heard all that, uh, uh, Trevor, but um, basically somebody got stabbed in the knee, and they finished the scene, and that's awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, we have a couple of emails and voicemails. Let's go ahead, since we're in the voicemail kick, let's go ahead and do those real quick, and we will move on email in a moment here we go this is from somebody cool listen to it hi james david and Amy. this is donya and i love your podcast i'm a mom i have two boys that are teenagers now and i have a really funny story to tell you and every time i listen to your stories i think you've got to hear this one my son was um my youngest son was five years old and it was summertime, it was about the third or fourth day of summer, you know, when it's really hot and you're just getting into the swing of things. And um, we're big, we were just starting to get into being real big NASCAR fans. And the NASCAR races were coming to our area here in Sonoma County. And my husband noticed that the Tabasco car was coming to the grocery store in our local neighborhood. And he had, had suggested to me that I bring the boys down and... and the car and it'd be really cool and whatnot so I thought hey this is cool I'll take him down to the NASCAR my husband will take him there and I'm going to run in and go do my shopping with no kids which as you know Amy is a big treat to shop with no little kids so anyway I went in and shopped came out and my husband had already had them visiting the car and we hopped in they put him into the car seats and took him home and our big plan for that day because it was so hot was to head off to the public pool which we did and we got there and it was you know really crowded there was tons of kids super chlorinated water played there all afternoon came home kids were just beat couldn't you know needed needed some food 
needed to get out of their wet trunks, so I directed them into the bathroom and told them, hey, you know, take off your swim trunks, put on some clothes, go out and watch Barney or whatever it was, because, oh, God, we watched Barney all the time. And I was making them some dinner when my five-year-old son comes into me and he's slamming his hands against his ears and he's saying, my ears are on fire, my ears are on fire. And I'm thinking, well, good God, what happened? What was wrong with you? And I was kind of panicked, and I'm thinking, God, we went to the pool, and there was a lot of chlorine. He's having an allergic reaction. What's wrong with you? I'm trying to look at him and tell him to drink some water. And suddenly, something makes me go into the bathroom where he'd been to take off his swim trunks. And in there, I found an empty sample bottle size of Tabasco sauce. And I thought, good Lord, where did he get this from? And then it hit me. Oh, good God. He got it from the the NASCAR thing. They were handing out free bottles of Tabasco sauce. And I thought, well, how would his father ever let him take this, number one? And number two, what dumb idiot gave a five-year-old a bottle of Tabasco sauce? So I picked up the bottle and I walked out to him as he's still shouting, my ears are on fire, my ears are on fire. And I asked him, did you drink this? And he said, mm-hmm, yeah, I did. And I said, well, what did, why did you do that? And he goes, is it ketchup? And I said, no, it's not ketchup. And I gave him tons of water. And he finally eventually recovered from the thing. But it was just, I, I laughed my head off. It was just too funny. And that's one of my favorite stories of raising boys. Because I can relate to your mom, but, boy, I can relate to your stories of being kids. So... You guys keep up the good work. I love your podcast. Listen faithfully. And my husband still doesn't understand why I laugh in the middle of the night listening to my iPod. So you keep it up. Love you guys. Bye. That was hilarious. It was a little long, but it was worth it because, you know, when I was listening to it, I was really, really hoping that for some reason the kid had actually squirted the the Tabasco sauce into his ears because that would be stinking hilarious. But I do want to urge you – to go ahead and have your um, have your son looked at because when I drink Tabasco sauce, my throat, my tongue, those things get on fire. But apparently there is some sort of connection between his throat and his ears. And I now before you call in and talk about eustachian tubes, I already know about those, but they usually don't things don't travel up in them. You know, but this kid apparently has some sort of ulterior connection between his throat and his and his ears because Tabasco sauce is not supposed to do that. And I want to answer your question. Why did your dad or why? I'm sorry. Why did your husband allow uh, the five year old to have Tabasco sauce? Because dads are cool like that. That's what we do. (laughs) We we risk our kids life for their own good. It's an awesome thing. And it is our prerogative and you can't take it away. So. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's about learning. See, I mean, it, life experiences. That's right. If he never tucks, if he never takes Tabasco sauce to the head, he'll never know what it's like. Boy's got to learn, dadgummit. Yeah, that's that's my motto. You could put that on a T-shirt right there. If the boy never takes Tabasco sauce to the head. So, <laughs> and not, not the Navy head. But uh, thank you for sending that in. That was a great story. And, um you know, keep them coming. If you have any others, let us know. That's all our emails. We do. I'm sorry. It's all our voicemails. We do have a couple emails. Uh, Ratface, why don't you do the honors? Caleb's got an email for us. All right. 
It's uh, from Caleb here. It says, hi, James, and maybe David, and maybe Amy. Not. And hopefully Trevor. But oh. I, I, I might just add that in How there. How did he I'm know? Sure. How did he know to put that in? It's crazy. Caleb's a psycho. I mean, a psychic. All right. Uh, um, it says, I'm a longtime listener since episode 15, which I think is right around when I actually started listening, and then I went back and listened to all the ones up to there. Cool so. Means. So I'm thinking, hey, Caleb, I mean, he's been listening since episode 15. Have you gone back, listened to him since the beginning? I mean, you, you don't understand the podcast until you until you hear about that cell phone flashlight. You know, see that that right there? That that hooked me right there. I call those episodes the good ones. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. The cl- classic. No, those were the good ones. <laughs> That's what I call them. But Scott Johnson tells me to keep going. He said, don't give up, James. Just keep going. As long as it's fun for you, keep going. And I'm like, well, it's fun for me. Apparently, uh, not for everybody else. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, lately, I've been listening. I've been too lazy to send in feedback, though. Boo. So he, he's so huh? likes the show, but not that much. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm getting out of not it. Not enough to give back. That's apparently the problem. But anyway, a period usually means a small pause. So you can continue. Have I lost you? Ah, everybody's frozen! Baroque, yes! Alright, we're back. We had a weird, we had a weird, uh, it wasn't a Skype issue. It was the entire internet for my entire building went out for three and a half minutes. And I called our IT guy and I'm like, dude, did, what happened? Do we have internet? And he goes, I rebooted the server, man. Sorry, are you doing your show? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, I love you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it's always good to be friends with the IT guy. But uh, yeah, three and a half minutes have passed. And uh, we're glad to be back with our friend Trevor. And uh, anyway, what we were doing is we were reading an email. And Trevor, you're going to have to go back and listen because I like totally <laughs> was treating you like you're an idiot. <laughs> In, are you going to leave that in the show? I am. I, I am. Because it's it's going to be the funniest thing in the show, actually. Because so, anytime a person makes an idiot out of themselves like I did, uh, you have to leave it in there. So anyway, we, we were at lately. I've been too lazy to send in feedback, though, period. And you'll, you'll understand the emphasis of the period later. <laughs> and, and shall I continue now? It's a short email. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. It's taken, it's taken us 10 minutes to get through this email. but it's, yeah. The whole recap song will be about this email. But anyway... <laughs> All right, and continuing on, uh, continuing on from last week, uh, <laughs> he goes on to say that he was disappointed to hear that Amy was leaving, yeah. um, which so was I, because uh, you know Amy did great with the show. Um, says she contributed a lot to the show, and I'm sure she'll be missed, which she will be. She is missing, actually. We don't know where she is, but. Well, you, when you mentioned the mattress story and the brother-in-law, I missed that. Was that was that Amy's husband? No, that you were... no, I got lots of sisters, man. There's five All of us. Right, well, I got two of each. It's it's another sister. Um, actually, on the sisters' show, it was the Leanne one, not the Amy one. So, ah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking maybe she was on the highway behind you. You know, big mattress <laughs> in the way, and that that's where Amy is now. Uh, <laughs> Amy's <laughs> in mattress heaven, where where pancakes and fish just mingle and have children that look like mattresses. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, David, congratulations on your new baby girl. 
uh, which I was, which I said before, feels like a you know deja vu here. But uh, disappointed, didn't call her Brianna, which is my suggestion. But uh, Katie's nice too. Yeah, it's it's cool. My sister, my baby calls her Kitty, so that's cool too. I suppose. Yeah. Well, she's two and a half. Uh, okay, fine. And then and uh, 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 and happy belated birthday, Joe or er, I mean James, which it looks like he was you know going to type James. You know, went to hit the A, hit the O instead, and then corrected himself. No, I don't know why he left th- it there. You I know? think he's trying to make some sort of JoJo reference, but I'm going to leave I, that I don't alone. Get it. Yeah. I don't understand the connection. Anyway, uh, Frosty writes in. She's new to the forums, and uh, she's a MySpace uh, lady, girl thing. Yeah. She says, Dear James, David, and Amy. She's obviously new to the show because she doesn't know that those two have abandoned me. Um, I have a story for you, and I hope it's good enough for your podcast. Apparently... You passed that one. Here we go. My family and I go up to Clear Lake every year for about a week, and we stay in a house right on the lake. That makes a lot of sense because it would really stink to go to the lake and stay in a in a in a house right next to your house, you know. <laughs> but, and they they're right on the lake in a boat. They they go boating and and tubing and jet skiing. Anyway, about three years ago, we bought we brought our friend Greg with us because we thought it would be more fun. Greg and I went out on the jet ski together. We were both underage at the time. Am I missing something here? Is there a minimum age for jet ski riding? Do you know? There, there should be. Is I there mean, for it, real? I don't know if there is. I, I don't know if they actually police that. But then again, I'm up in Canada and we're all whacked up here anyway. Well, I so. don't know if they're talking about they're underage for driving or they were drunk off their head and they were underage. But anyway, we were following a little boat a little too close and we were jumping off their wake and a sheriff boat pull this over okay so do you yeah anyway i've i'd never done the lake thing so I, this is all like so new to me i don't even have jokes uh my friend greg was driving and i didn't know the jet skis don't wait he didn't know that jet skis don't have brakes and he was freaking out because the sheriff was all buff and yelling at us and he looked like hulk hogan with the beard and everything so my friend hits the gas thinking it was a break, and we fly going like 20 right into the side of the sheriff's boat. And this guy's freaking out because he's like a giant. There's a giant dent in the side of his boat all of a sudden, and he is angry. So uh, he asks us where we live. He tows us home behind his boat and talks to my dad. My dad is just a persuasive guy. So he talked the sheriff out of not giving us a ticket and just giving us a warning. So he talked the sheriff out of not giving you a ticket. So that's like a triple negative. So you did not know, not did get a ticket. Almost. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this story. I went to public school, Frosty. So Frosty, that was a good story. And um, I, I hate it when I get pulled over because suddenly you forget how to drive. You forget how to pull over. You forget what what is expected of you. At least I do. Because I'm remember, I'm the guy that doesn't like getting in trouble for anything. And so as soon as those lights go on, I'm in big trouble. It's terrible. Uh, so uh, I guess that is um, that is the news E and V mail. We've only got one more thing to do. It's what the world's been waiting for. The recap song. All right, we haven't done this live for a while. I've been doing it, recording it after the fact. And Trevor, I don't know that you'll be able to participate, but you could at least listen and uh, and 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 correspond. I, I doubt you'd want to anyway. 
I was wondering if, if this is just one of those things where you just kind of kind of pop it on me. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, sing, <laughs> sing, Canadian boy, sing. You don't know how many people want Scott Johnson to sing, and it's like if I could figure out how to make it work, I would. I would demand it. But um, I don't. I actually want co-hosts on my show, and so I don't want to do that to them. But anyway, let's see if I can remember what our show's about. All right. It's another podcast recap song. It's another co-host. He came from a way long, way long, and we were talking about a time where he was deconstructing his school piece by piece, and that's pretty cool. He was taking off doorknobs and doors. People would try to go through and they couldn't no more. Because it would go off in their hands And they tried to make it work But he made sure That they never get through that door no more That's the story he told us today Yeah, well the other day He was in a keyboarding class And a lot of people were Doing bad things, trying to get done fast Before the teacher came in, but they didn't pull it off When she walked in, you'd think it'd be quiet Except for maybe someone would cough But they kept messing around And they kept making her mad So she was going to tell the principal That they'd been bad And she tried to open the door And just like two times before that doorknob came off in her hands and she went off and she tried to cross the room and open up the other door the same thing that happened just now it happened again like it did before and everybody in there took a deep breath cause everybody knows keyboard teachers are so evil oh Trevor why'd you do it why did you risk it all why did you try to kill everyone in that tired keyboarding hall? Why did you run away to another class and leave those people in there suffering in the past? It's cause you're Canadian, I think, and you guys don't like each other cause half of you talk a different language from the other half and see in America that would cause a rift and that's just the shame that we live in that's just the gist of the problem but thank you for sending your emails and thank you for the voicemails you sent I love hearing about five-year-olds taking Tabasco sauce to the head and Lisa survived and he's not dead it's time to finish this up. I'd like to thank our guest host one more time. Thank you for helping us out. And thank you for not trying to sing and not trying to rhyme. Even though the people in the chat room can't hear the music play. I hope that that's okay. It's time to finish this up. But the song don't finish and the song don't stop. So I keep on singing trying to top what I said last week and the week before 
But I think it's time to quit So I won't sing no more See you later Alright folks, that is our show for today We'd like to thank everybody for helping us out Thanks Trevor, man, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you Alright bud We will see everybody next week Where we will have Scott Johnson on the show And we're looking forward to that We miss David, we miss Amy But uh, Trevor, for real, thank you for helping us out Let me pause this for just a second It's good music though It's good music it's good music. I assume so. I mean, you you were you had your groove on going there. So, I mean, dude, when you hear I, it, when you hear it later, it's gonna make so much more sense because it really did sound good <laughs> to me. It worked. I felt inspired. Well, what happens is it frees me up to uh, sing and think about the rhyming rather than trying to play and keep a chord progression going. I never realized how hard that was gonna be. this. But um, anyway. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to check us out online at nlcast.com. That is our website. You can call us at 8, I'm sorry, uh, 206-600-5704. Please give us your stories and your input via voicemail. You can email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Uh, get on our website, get on the forums, get on the Frapper map, check our MySpace out. We're on Facebook too. So if you're all hip into that, then uh, we're not. We just have one. We don't know how to use it. It's really different than MySpace. There's no ads. So we really don't know what to do with ourselves with all that freedom. And then uh, also you get on iTunes, leave us an iTunes review. We don't care if it's good or bad. We've had the best and we've had the worst and we are still going strong. In the meantime, again, I'd like to say thanks, Trevor. Thank you, dude, for helping us out. We hopefully will have you on again sometime. How would you like well, that? I hope so, man, because it was awesome. Cool. Well, folks, if you'd like to send us feedback on that, make sure you get on the forums. We try to post a special post just for the uh, just for each show so you could let us know what you're thinking. And then, of course, you can post right there on the main page. Till next week, um, it doesn't really matter if you ever come back, to be quite honest, because the sad truth is nobody's no listening. listening. And everybody send reviews and say that Trevor was awesome. That's what we need. And it's my birthday. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Happy birthday, dude. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, my wife's now. Thanks, man. My wife's down here. It's like, uh, you know, it's like supper's ready. It's your like birthday oh, supper. Are dude. you almost done, dude? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have for a birthday supper? And then I'll let you go. What, what's your birthday supper? Uh, chicken, I believe. Okay. Chicken. Nothing Fried special, chicken? Just... Fried chicken? Uh, uh, I don't know. Roasted in the oven chicken. I don't okay. know. Canadian chicken. I don't know. Maybe it has hockey pucks in it. I don't know. Um... Button giveaway. I didn't remember. Did, did I miss that? We forgot to send a button out. Um, I'm going to say that we're going to send our button today to the only uh, voicemail that we got today, and that is that lady. I, <laughs> I totally forgot it, her name. Definitely Tabasco sauce. Tabasco lady. Tabasco mom. If you would change your email to Tabasco mom at gmail.com and send me an email <laughs> from that, I will send you a button. So, Tabasco mom, you rock. Hello, my name is Jojo, and I'm a Christian clown. As you all know by now, I'm world famous, and I have my own podcast called Ask Jojo. Um, I'd just like to say that my sponsorship of your show is now ended because I no longer need your promotion. If anything, um, I am making some promotion time available in my show for you, so I can return the favor, and you can charge me an ungodly amount of money for some time 
um, on your show. And I promise when you do use my show to sponsor yours, I will not make fun of you or mock your show as you have mine. Because I will, you know, I will, I will not look down on little tiny shows that have no talent and no, um, no good jokes. Um, and, you know, like you have mine. So, uh, you can call me. Uh, you know the number, and everybody else can send your questions to Joe to ask Jojo the Clown at gmail dot com, and I will answer them on my show. It's about once every two weeks. So be blessed. Bye bye. You're not the farthest we've ever gone. David is from Ireland, and that didn't rhyme, but it worked. There's a squeak. There's somebody coming into your house. Run, Trevor. Run. Stalkers. Stalkers. <laughs>